strip in Houston, Texas is the 366th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. Zabel. You're back! And I'm alive! Wow! I'm alive! Yes, I'm back. It's good to be back. How are you, sir? Good to have you back, man. Ah, Thank you, thank you. Uh, yes. You bring a certain warmth that cannot be replicated by anybody else yeah. that I know in my circle of friends. So I'm glad you're back. That's all the farting. <laughs> Every time I ding, it's for me. There's, a, up there's a, a specific code in your methane yeah. that's specific to you and no one else's. A code in my methane? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> How are you, Chris? Uh, life is life is good considering COVID nineteen yeah. still is here and the yeah. presidential debates are still meh, 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 and uh, yeah. what's that uh, South Park reference? Turd sandwich and giant penis? douche, giant, giant yeah. douche, giant douche and, and turd, turd sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, shit, man. Yeah, just yeah. get me on the rocket that's going straight to the sun already. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice to see you're in a cheerful mood. I try my best. <laughs> Coke and black and whiskey. Ooh. So that's the plan for today. Good stuff. Uh, normally we have a layout of how we want things to go, but man, uh huh. Tell them about the stories, the travels, the life and times of Abel Morales. All right. It doesn't even have to be about wrestling. Where's your headspace at right now? Right now, um, I actually had a pretty decent, decent headspace. Uh, things are kind of exciting. Um, I got out of the city uh, what? three times. What? <laughs> Uh, that was fun. So yeah, I went to San Antonio. Had to work there for uh, you know a few days, uh, about half a week. Then came back, worked here. Then got sick. I got. I actually got COVID. Uh, I'm okay now, but I was you know not good for about two weeks. Um, and then went back to work. Then I had a vacation that had to get postponed originally because I was going to take it during the weeks I happened to have COVID. That's when it was originally scheduled for, so it got postponed. My vacation was to go visit my in-laws in uh, uh, in California, so I went to California, um, which was really cool. It was a, a nice being out there in the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland area. Uh, I came back the... Um, <laughs> The weekend that I came back, that's when everybody started posting the memes of the sky going red. So I like got out just in time. It's a boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then I worked some more uh, a couple of weeks. And then um, I uh, had to go work in Austin for a week. And now I'm back this week. So it's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Represent Yes. Yeah, I got my little Austin t-shirt. So yeah, yeah, that was cool. So it's it's been uh, kind of up and down and crazy and uh, a lot of cool uh, opportunities going and working in different markets, uh, you know, getting out of the office but still getting w- work done in the office in a new environment. That was awesome. It's refreshing. Uh, it is. It is yeah. refreshing. I've I mean, had that floater life for, for yeah. the bank that I work at for about five years now. It looks like yeah. it's like I'm the fr- – in case of emergency, break Chris and I'm the guy that they send yeah. everywhere. So it's yeah. – it's, it keeps you on your toes. It gives it keeps keeps you awake. Keeps you alert. Makes Let's it, you let see other processes, other places to you know pick and choose what you like and you don't yeah. like, and what works and doesn't work. You know, you go back to your old yeah. office and figure out how shitty everyone else works. Yeah. And be like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I mean, no perspective. The opinions of Abel Morales do not explain. <laughs> it's like, why are you touching my water? Yeah, it's a nice those of yeah the place Abel works. Mm. Mm, Chris hand sweat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
But yeah, it's cool. Also, you know, getting to see other coworkers that you don't see that you only message on Slack and stuff and uh gaining allies to be honest. Like you work with Yeah, somebody. networking networking, especially yeah. if you want to move up the ladder. Exactly. Especially in a company like the one like Lyft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it was cool, man. It was it was awesome. So um I'm in a good headspace. Um I, I've also kind of taken a quasi vacation from watching wrestling because you know chilling in a hotel room in san antonio chilling at my in-laws place in california chilling at a hotel room in austin uh, kind of disrupted my wrestling viewing cadence a little bit so um i'm a little bit behind but i can't say that i missed it um i i think it's been kind of documented here in the last you know year or so that i've been slowly falling falling out of love with wrestling slowly but surely sabbatical at least once yeah yeah so uh so have i i don't know yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's those moments where we just got to unplug for a bit it's been a hard year (laughs) for wrestling and for life in general so yeah um but uh there was there were some bright spots here and there i hope we get to talk about some of that stuff but uh yeah man that's that's how i'm doing we're starting california style we're going in with the dark um What's your opinion on retribution? Uh, you say the so, year's been rough, so I wanted to transition into retribution. Yeah, retribution. I've I've kind of been a bit on on a, a roller coaster as to whether or not I want to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Uh, the be honest, why do you want to give it a thumbs up? Well, one of the reasons why I want to give it a Obviously. thumbs up um, is Brennan. Dio yeah. Madden, you know, our unofficial fourth co-host that we had years ago. Now yeah. it's fucking years ago, right? Still rooting for the guy, you know, still love him and hope he does well. And it's glad to, I'm glad to see him on fucking the main event of Raw, right? Um, he did good on that main event of Raw. He yeah, looked good. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, dude, I'm fucking excited for him. So, yeah, that's cool that he's getting his shot, not toiling away in the performance center anymore. But the storyline kind of t- took a stupid turn. Uh, but it was Vigilantes kind of ruining Raw, kind of got that Nexus vibe. Um, but then they kind of didn't go the Nexus route, and now they got contracts because reasons uh and it's only raw yeah yeah they're gonna fuck up raw and smackdown but i only have a contract to raw so i'm gonna go to raw and And now the team's out from covid yeah i saw that i don't know how true that is and i i kind of wanted to reach out to brennan and be like yo do you got covid man are you okay because i just had covid a month ago so are you all right but i also didn't want to be that dumb mark like i heard on the interwebs you got covid you know so i I didn't really want to ask him so brennan if you're listening (laughs) which i don't know if he still listens or not brennan if you're listening i'm very concerned for you uh but and if, the family. And the family. And, yeah. But if you do have COVID. He can give you some pointers. I'm sure, I can give you some pointers. I'm sure you're doing okay. Um, that, you know, For me, it wasn't that bad. I probably caught a very mild strain. Uh, I've definitely been sicker several other times in my life. Like, this wasn't that bad. It was kind of a just a really bad cold. Uh, that, that's all it really was uh, for me anyway. But, um, yeah, I'm sure for other people, they'll catch a, a different strain or maybe their immune system's a little bit weaker or they have an overactive immune system and they have worse results. But for me, I'm one of the lucky ones. So now now I got fucking uh, antibodies, bitches. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of kind of happy now about that. Uh, but yeah, Brendan, if you have it, you know. But did you see 
um, uh, Sierra's post uh, on Instagram. No. I am not on the Instagram wavelength. Okay. So Sierra posted on, on Instagram. Sierra's uh, Brennan's uh, wife, uh, Breaking Kayfabe, yeah. um, that she was in the hospital to take out part of her intestine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you could you could go and check out the uh, the Instagram post, but she gets kind of detailed. Uh, but diverticulitis. I don't know if it's exactly that, but it has something to do with her. Um, yeah, with her digestive system, where they had to take out a piece of her colon. Um, but yeah, so so it's rough, and I you know maybe it wasn't a COVID scare. Maybe it was because of this, Brennan, like. And his wife had a yeah. part of her intestines taken out, so he has to take care of the three kids at home and can, can make it. You know, not to go too far off on the deep end, but it's kind of weird how things happen. How things happen. Yeah. Um, Chadwick Boseman's passing got she every, mentions it. Got everybody focused on. Hey, I need to make sure that that my my intestines and my colon are straight. Now she, it's yeah. usually is recommended in your fifties. Yeah, but sometimes mid to late forties. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've mentioned this on air on some show that I'm, I'm, I'm all the different shows you're <laughs> yeah. a part of. Which within, yeah, within, you know, we'll get within, to that within the next three months. I'm yeah. getting checked out just to be on the safe side. Yeah. My grandmother actually passed because she had unknown colon cancer. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, and by the time they caught it, it had already spread to where yeah is over with. So yeah. But yeah. I mean, she references Chadwick Boseman in there and how that gave her. Uh, uh, more hope for her condition than what she had before, yeah. uh, which is great. Um, you know, sad that Chai would, you know, pass, but it's great that she they brought awareness, brought yeah. awareness, and that she was encouraged by it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, I mean, I I adore her just as much as I do Brennan, right? And we talk about Brennan because he's the one that's potentially on TV. She's, she's the not- likable one. <laughs> Yeah, Brennan's the asshole, you know. She's, Brennan she's... uses scrubbing bubbles to clean the carpet. So, it's Sierra's. What? <laughs> what? It's you like... already forgot? <laughs> we were, we were in, uh, in Brennan's apartment and he had a barbecue sauce stain on the carpet. He was scrubbing bubbles. I told him another football player that can't read. <laughs> and then I looked at the balcony window like, oh, that's my exit for the next 10 seconds. I don't remember that now. That's awesome. Oh god. Yeah, but no, no. Sierra, Sierra is a nice one. She's just yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So retribution. Um. So I I, I don't dig it because the story seemed kind of stupid, and then they got signed. But I said it was a roller coaster, right? Now I'm back on. Is it the Twitter stuff? The Twitter stuff. <laughs> T bar. Holy shit! His Twitter is on fire. And then Mace got in on it, and then yep. well, Brennan, Mace, Brennan, uh, and uh, then uh, uh, slap nuts. I was about to say Gail Kim, not Gail Kim. What's her name? Mia Yim. Yim. I'm so fucking racist. I'm sorry. Mia Yim. You know she got in on it, and yeah, Slapjack got in on it, and the, the tweeting was great until now. The rumors of that they're not showing up for medical reasons. The rumor is COVID. I suspect maybe they were has, near someone that had exposure because it's NXT. I, I suspect it has something to do with the with Brennan and Sierra situation. Brennan couldn't be there. He's a big part of the group since he can't be there, and it's just like a hospital thing. They can't. And the rumor mill was like hospital thing. Oh, it must be COVID. You know, that, that's that's my guess, but I don't know. Again, I didn't really want to be that guy to reach out to Brennan and say, I heard it on the rumor mill, what's going on? But at the same time, I'm very concerned. So one friend to another, I'm concerned, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so it's like, whoop, 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 up, down, up, down. I don't really know how to feel about it quite yet. Um, I hope if they 
don't have this COVID scare and they are able to come back and we see them on TV next week, we could forget about this week where they were MIA and they just continue on where they where they were. You know. Got it. On the bright side, yeah. What do you think of uh, Jerry Lawler being the new host of Storytime? Did you ever watch Storytime on the network? Uh, no, I never did. Oh my I, God! I need to. you are doing yourself a massive disservice. Yeah, the yeah. first three had Gene Okerlund. Yeah, and okay. obviously we can't have. Gene. Oh, I saw that one. I did see that. I'm sorry, I did, I did, I did. So you watched Storytime? I did. Yeah, so, I did. So the torch has been passed to the to king. Jerry. So he'll uh, be helming it for the foreseeable future. So I have not seen that, but you know what I did see this past weekend? Broken Skull with Kurt Angle. No. What? Send me to the moon. The uh, the Andy Kaufman movie. You know, Andy Kaufman, the intergender wrestling champion of the world, do, do you, played by wait, Jim Carrey. That's Man on the Moon. Oh, Man Not on the Moon? Not Send Me to the Moon. Oh, sorry. Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Yeah. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> Man on the Moon. I saw the Andy Kaufman movie. Yeah. That was pretty cool. You want to see Andy again, eh? You need to get a pickaxe and a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's low-key because it, yeah. uh, it's, it's, there's a lot of mellow parts in between that movie, but that's a really underrated movie. I like that movie a lot. It was good. It was yeah. really good. I really enjoyed it. Soundtrack um, too. REM is all over oh, yeah? it. Yeah, it's cool. good stuff. Had like a young Jerry Lawler, but he wasn't that young. But yeah. they like made him young. And Jr. calling the action there, like that was cool, man. It was a cool. And movie. they almost had the same level of beef, the actual Jim Carrey and the actual Jerry Lawler, in filming the scene of Andy Kaufman. Really? And Jerry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a classic. I like it. it's one. Of, it's one of my low key, low key favorites. I watch it every now and then. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. So, no, I did not watch Story Time, but I did watch that. So, give me some credit. I'll give you a little bit. All right. Um, it's hard to ask you this question since you've been off the grid. Okay. So, I'm going to just say it anyway. Ask it away. What's your match of the week? <laughs> Start with what you've seen in the last seven days. Well, I saw... Did you watch... I saw Clash of Champions. Okay. Um, I, right. I, I fell asleep during the uh, the the Hurt Business match. Uh, yeah, I watched Raw. Um, I I tried to watch most SmackDowns here and there. Um, yeah, I, it's not a lot. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't know. What you saw what you watch last night? Uh, uh, AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knowing we were doing a re- uh, preview show for, for NXT. NXT. Yeah, I'm a- <laughs> Oopsies, oopsies. Well, at least um, you came. Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, I, I did watch. <laughs> supposed um, to have a third person here tonight. Was supposed to ask the pit boss for permission and forgot. Yeah, not gonna say any names. Football yeah. head. Yeah, football head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, uh, I watched uh, the AEW pay per view uh, after I came back from California. Um, oh, all out, all out. I saw all out, and oh. what'd you think of that spot fest, bruh? That was unfortunate. That's the first AEW pay-per-view where I could be like, mm, that Strike wasn't one. good. That wasn't good. Yeah, that wasn't good. Uh, poor, oh, poor Matt Seidel. Oh, poor, poor Matt So we're glossing over Matt. You're, you're, going, right, you're going right to Seidel and not Hardy. Well, no, we'll get to Matt Hardy. <laughs> but poor Matt Seidel. Oh, jeez. Oh you only get one chance to make a first impression in front of an audience. Oh, you should see this guy's moonsault. And then, yeah, we saw uh, it. I doubt you or watch shooting any, star. Sorry. I doubt you watch any of our past episodes, so I'll fill you in. I was watching this with Scott yeah. and his neighbor, yeah, and, was, and Travis. The old man got out of the house too. Oh, we're at Scott's at the brewery during COVID. Old man Travis, yeah, 
Yeah, wow. so, so we're at the brewery, we're at Scott's place, and, tra- and, I, and I'm telling Patrick, Scott's neighbor's like, bro, this entrant number 21, he has the sweetest shooting star <laughs> press. <laughs> and within 10 seconds, we all die laughing. We're dead. It's over with. It's donezo. Oh, was, man. Shit. That, yeah, that's unfortunate. The uh, Mimosa Mayhem match... I think I thought it was stupid, but I also think I thought it was kind of, like, whimsical. So I'm not sure how I think I thought I thought at the time. Uh, uh, So I'm kind of undecided about it. I think maybe the week of I needed to have our little group therapy session. I needed, needed, well, not an escape, but I needed this to talk about it, to decide how I feel about it. But I'm still a little undecided. And then, of course, yeah, Matt Hardy almost dying was... Cringy. That was cringy to watch, man. Like, ooh, man. Ooh, ooh. No. I didn't like it. No, sir, I didn't like it. Scarier than Jeff's bump off the ladder at freaking Clash of Champions? Yes. Yes. Matt's Matt's, Matt's bump- was obvious as fuck. Like, yeah. it's out there in the open. Like, you have to pay attention to Jeff. Yeah. To, his, to see his pinball head go around. Okay. I, I, I thought Matt's was worse. Honestly, I thought Matt's was worse. Jeff looked like he did bounce enough to where he got out some of the kinetic energy and he didn't yeah. really hurt himself as bad as Matt thud right down to the to the <laughs> not concrete. That, not that we're giving prizes to this shit. <laughs> I'll give, Mania I'll give, yeah, I'll give Jeff the credit as far as with Matt's <laughs> with Matt's Geography, so it's like you know where point A and point B is. Yeah. So you know the odds of error for B. You know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I was not expecting how that ladder spot ended up to where Jeff ping ponged down to the yeah. floor like a plinko chip. I I think that was intended. Like I hope so. I, I saw it twice. I mean, why else would he have been trying to crawl over and crawl over the ladder, yeah. but to put himself in position to do something that looks sick? Yeah, yeah there is probably a little bit of element of chance as where I'm actually going to land the Plinko chip. Uh, 500, 750, <laughs> yes, 1,000! <laughs> but, I'm I mean, old. I think he knew he was putting a Plinko chip on the board. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, like, like... That's the difference between Jeff and Matt's spots. Um, also, the aftermath of the spot, Jeff wasn't like staggering like he had a concussion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Matt was staggering like he was hurt, like that he had a concussion. That should have been over with from the second he bounced off the floor. Yeah. yeah. That should have been done. I've read a lot of opinion online and from some of our friends that think the ladder match from Night of Champions is the match of the week. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? Is there any contenders? I want to say at some point I saw a girls match, but I'm not sure from where. That was like really good. But like, I don't know. Like I've I the last month and a half has been such a fucking blur <laughs> that I I can't pinpoint stuff anymore. Like, I don't think I even watched Payback. Payback was a thing that happened, right? Payback? Yeah, I don't think I watched it. <laughs> Were you here when we added Pat McAfee and Adam Cole on the match of the year list? Take over in your house? No, but I know I watched it, but I don't think I did the show to say that it was on the match of the year. Okay. If y'all put it on the match of the year, okay, we, we could prove that you're wrong at the end of the year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, I wouldn't mind going back and rewatching that because it was very 
interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, like, are you are you going to make a case for this triple threat ladder match to be a match of the year? You know what? The reason I pick on football head is because if he were here, he'd probably be the one making the case for it. Um, I will okay. try to channel my inner Arnold without losing my hair. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of stuff in that ladder match for ladder matches have been going on since WrestleMania ten. Yeah, at least popularized since popularized. WrestleMania ten. Yeah, and there was still stuff in here twenty five years later that it got a rise out of me. It got a what the fuck out of me, and it got a ugh out of me. And it wasn't necessarily Jeff planking, trying to survive on that tilted ladder, but AJ just thunking that little, like, yes, I love that. El Torito ladder at Sami Zayn. And then the, and I know it's cheap heat, but if it play, if it works, make it work. Sammy piercing that fucking handcuffs through Jeff's ear. And then well, he pierce it. He well, went through his gauges. Well, yeah, but yes, his gauges. yes, yes, yes. And then the whole handcuff scenario with AJ Styles, where he tried to handcuff AJ to the rope, that yeah. didn't work. And then when AJ thought he got out, he realized he was handcuffed to Sammy. Yeah, and that was whole, brilliant. That, that was a, a completely new element to the ladder match, where not even involving the ladder. So it's I don't there's, know. It just I loved it. There's not very much that you and I watch that we say wow i've never seen that before mm-hmm. and um the 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 handcuffs through the ear to the ladder never seen that before um, it's relatable it's yeah. cringy as fuck anybody right. a casual that sits there watching wrestling will look at that will instantly feel sympathy for that white guy and it instantly feel like ow yep right um and, and we've seen handcuffs be used in gimmick matches before i think we've seen handcuffs be used in in ladder matches before but when i think handcuffs in a gimmick match i think last man standing because that keeps him down so he couldn't actually get up and it's a cheater way but like we i might have seen ladder matches have a handcuff spot but these particular handcuff spots were nuanced were nuanced they were they were they showed that sammy was thinking yeah he he basically outsmarted the two Mm -hmm. right that's what he did so okay i'm gonna Stick your ear to one. You you think I'm going to get you to the rope? No, I got you to me because you're not done getting softened up yet. So you can't run up the ladder. But when you do. And now while you're busy with one ear. Yeah. When, <laughs> yeah I'm like, I'm going to hook you there because guess what? I had the key the entire time. So I knew handcuffing myself to you was going to work because I had the key. Yeah. He's thinking two or three steps ahead. Brilliant. Brilliant. And that, that really goes along with his character, too. His character is that he tries to think that he's the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. He may not be the smartest guy in the room, but he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. And that's what and gets him he heat. Did, and he faked it till he made it. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah. Loved um, it. Loved it. The few nits I have to pick as far as what happened during the match was covered up pretty well by commentary. Yeah. To let you not hang on it enough to where you'll miss the next part of the match. The ladders don't always cooperate. Yeah. So I yeah. so there is it it's weird. Like I need a little bit more convincing if if I'm if you're asking me to put it on the list, but it's it's chaotically sound as far as the match itself goes. There isn't anything for me to keep it from putting it on there, but just for whatever reason I just it's miss. It's I'm missing the argument, the point of view, the sex, the something. Do you want me to argue against it? Go for it. Uh, aside from the 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 plinko machine, 
with uh, with Jeff. And aside from the the Torito ladder, everything else felt like a regular old triple threat ladder match to me until we got to the handcuffs. The handcuffs is what really makes go wow, that's cool. But before then, I was like, all right, it's you know it's another ladder match. Cool. Yeah. Jeff Hardy going to the top and, and doing the spot. His seen, signature spot. We, we've seen that before. Yeah, Hell, they, they, they played a replay of yep. that before in the match from, yep. from SummerSlam. This, which, and, that was a replay of fucking WrestleMania. And that's which, a, that was a replay from fucking uh, WrestleMania X7. X7. And, that's, and that's a hook yeah. that I tend to hang my hat on yeah. where if you're telling me that this spot's going to happen in a match, then I know the match isn't over until this happens. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, But on the adverse side, I'm glad they got it over with. True. So that we could keep going. It, it felt like that if we didn't have these handcuff spots, we wouldn't be talking as much about Agreed. it. Agreed. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe that's what it is. It, it, it was um, a plain yellow cake with a really great buttercream frosting that, like, you put a lot of time into the frosting, but the cake was fucking Betty Crocker cake mix from the, from the store. Yeah. Right? So it, it's good. If you're a home chef and you made it yourself and it's my birthday and you made it for me, I'd be like, hey, awesome. Thank you. Wow, this frosting is amazing. But if this was a cake that I paid for for my wedding that I went to an actual baker and put down a deposit and paid like a couple hundred bucks for no, it. Bitch. No, No, uh-uh. Send this shit back. This is, this is my special day. I want cake boss. This, this, I don't want Crocker. This was supposed to be almond-flavored sponge cake, bitch. Where's the almond flavor? Like, no. <laughs> so that's my argument against okay. it. Is that argument that sound enough? That no. helps. So we're not putting this on match of the no. year. No, match that's my the... match of the week, most definitely. And okay. here's the competition. Okay. Um, Thursday, last Thursday, Zach Zaber Jr. versus Tetsuya Naito. Okay. Asterisk because it was last Thursday, so. Eh. Um, and to that point, I know Hector's going to be watching this, or he's going to be listening to this. I have phone charge. I have been on about three or four G ones now, and fucking piece of shit. Most of the matches that I highlight that I want to look forward to with the people that I like, I'm already used to nines and tens. Mm -hmm. So so far, there hasn't been anything for me to be like, oh. Mm-hmm. I've had my girlfriend here last weekend, and we binge some G1, and she's all over Ibushi. She's all over Naito. He just used she's the G word. She loves Minoru. Uh-huh. She loves Suzuki. She's a keeper. <laughs> I know, yeah. As soon as I donate this hair, I'm getting the fucking lightning bolts <laughs> in my fucking head. Fuck it. I'm going to let this one go. Um, I mean, you almost have the physique. I'm getting there. Yeah. Casa <laughs> Ninare, motherfucker. Um, Reigns versus Uso for the story. Now, Ooh, it, I, I could talk about I, that match. It, when I think of story in a wrestling match, my hurdle to clear is Dustin versus Cody from Double or Nothing. Oh, I thought it was I'm Sorry, I, I Love You, Superkick. Be- and be- uh, below that is, okay. th- is that. Okay. Because sentimentally, because we were there. Right. But as yeah. a match itself, people will understand that also. Because okay. the, just like Flair and Sean, that Cody and Dustin, for the story it had, the match backed it up. Okay. There's a couple of dips in this Ray, uh, in this J, uh, J versus Roman match. Yeah. But goddamn, the story balanced that out. At least for me. There's a lot of people that don't like the slow, methodical, shit-talking Roman. But, uh, but just the presentation and his mannerisms is such a change of pace from basically the S.H.I.E.L.D. character he's been using the last decade. Yeah. He, he didn't have a shirt. 
<laughs> I could be the rock too. Look. Yeah. Um, Preach on. Go for it. Um, I agree with you on the story aspect of the match. I I love the story, and I've been looking for a reason to like Roman Reigns. I think this heel turn is exactly what I needed for me personally to be like. That's the Roman I've wanted to see this entire time. Uh, and now I'm not going to cheer for him. I understand he is a heel, but at least he's not, oh, fuck, quit showing up down my throat. I'm not going to cheer for you. At least now when I don't cheer for you, that's the correct response I'm supposed yeah. to have. And that makes me happy that I'm that we're sinking as mm-hmm. as a wrestling fan with a wrestling company, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so I'm happy with that. I, I like this, this heel turn so far. But what I didn't like about this match... Uh, is is the pacing of the match itself um the beginning the entrances jay comes out with a lay you know and, and roman comes out you know with without his shirt and now we already have a different different presentation of him and it's like oh he's showing off his fucking tribal tats so's the other one shit they're really hitting home the story of of, of the the family stuff and then we're in the thunderdome you don't have you know, 15,000 fans or whatever, you know, so where you don't actually hear what's happening in the ring. I think they had a brilliant idea of saying, you know what? Accentuate the positives. If we could hear what's actually happening in the ring, have the motherfuckers talk shit. And they did. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. But full transparency. It put me it put me ass to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the first time. It did. It did. Now, it yeah. was late. I was watching on delay. Uh, you know, it was the end match. Uh, but as they the two of them were circling and they started, you know, clapping back at each other, uh, I, I zonked out. But I did watch it the second time here. Uh, uh, Which and- also defeated the purpose because the reason I wanted you to watch the ladder match was because you wouldn't be distracted by your phone and you were distracted by me. That's true. <laughs> but I, I I saw it enough, uh, both of these matches, between the two times that I watched it, I saw enough to, 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 say, get, the whole picture. to get the whole picture. Gotcha. So in this particular match, uh, so when I originally watched it, I, fall, I fell asleep while they were circling each other talking shit. Then I woke up when I started to hear the gay, gay porno moaning and shit talking. <laughs> to, to call me your daddy. I'm the head of the table. That's what woke me up. Um, so I, I like saw the end. And I like Who's this motherfucker in my yeah. house? <laughs> Randy! But what I what I, what I can tell is you better than me? is I didn't like the way the match went for, uh, after the shit talking. Once they had the, the collar and elbow tie-up, because the collar and elbow tie-up, after that, it was all Roman dominating Jay until like Three quarters of the way through where Jay finally got in a flurry. And that's when Roman, or excuse me, when Cole and, and um, the other one, the the, the, the sexy one. What's his Graves. name? Graves, yeah. <laughs> where Graves and Cole like went from saying, well, this is all but over to, oh my God, can we see a miracle? Like that, oh my God, can we see your miracle part? I didn't want that to be at the end. He might pull off the upset. What I wanted to see and what what I think the story called for was for it to be competitive all the way through we've been whipping each other's ass all our lives so that means you know how to play him you know what to do so the the texans and the jaguars aren't necessarily the best teams but when they play each other they know each other so well because they're in the same they division the best of each other exactly they so play twice a year i didn't want to see roman just 
dominate Jimmy, or excuse me, Jay, for three quarters of the match, and then him kind of have a flurry, and then get demolished again. I kind of want it to see, start to finish, oh shit, this is competitive, oh shit, he can pull it off, oh shit, oh shit, and then, nah, lol, Roman wins, and then Roman does the, no, you call me daddy. I, you know? I was expecting quite the opposite because Jay's advantage, which again that you alluded to earlier, you weren't happy with the pacing because yeah. it was too methodical, it was yeah. too slow. When you see Jay or Jimmy, uh, Jay, it's Jay, right? It was Jay. This is the whole point of the rivalry, which is why it's sticking, it's working. Um, it would have been a better story if it was told by the point of view that since Jay's the tag partner, he 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 starts at ten. So he should have given Roman everything he had in those first like 10 or 12 minutes. And then once he ran out of gas, that's when the single star steps up and does what he normally does. Yes. And yes. outlasts, yes. Yes. outlasts uh, Jay. Yeah. And then we get the, the, the last nail in the coffin yeah, the, and, the, and the match is over. Yeah, the, him hesitating to end the match after yeah. the spear. Do another spear. Say my name. I'm the head of the table. I'm yeah. the chief. Suck my dick. Uh, we could have we still had all of that. But the beginning portion of that match could have been what you yeah. said and what I said, a little bit more competitive. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think it might be indicative of something that might be a little deeper if we want to dive a little bit deeper in here. Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, one of the best tag teams WWE has ever seen. But it's kind of hard for, for anybody to right now say – they are the best tag team in WWE. Why? The same reason why people couldn't say The Rock is the best superstar in WWE. Because they had a counterpart in the New Day. The same way how The Rock had a counterpart in Stone Cold. Right? New Day. Kofi Kingston wins the championship. Has this great run. Has a lot of convincing wins. that gets slapped by Brock. I kind of would have liked to see that same competitiveness, that same uh, um, fire, fire, uh, the same validity to his athleticism, which we know he can hang with Kofi. And if Kofi can hang with the big dogs, except for Brock, right? And we'll say that's an anomaly. And even then, he got a bigger piece at the Rumble of Brock than he did when he lost the belt. Yeah, then why can Jay, who could take Kofi to the limit... And Kofi could take all the other big contenders to the limit. Why can't Jay take everyone else to the limit Devil's too? Devil's advocate, you know, Kofi was a U.S. champ. Kofi was an intercontinental champ. Kofi was a single star long before he came into the New Day. Agreed. We've never had a – there's no sample size. Clash of Champions was the sample size of Jay Uso as yeah. a single star. Yeah. Maybe that was the audition to where if, if this if – That's this, a hell of an audition. If this works – Let's see what we do yeah. next with you. And maybe yeah. we can start you on U.S. title or intercontinental title and yeah. see if we can move you up to where two or three years from now you have that investment that everyone had with Kofi right. before Elimination Chamber, before WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, I swapped them out. We were going. Yeah. <laughs> New ones. Yeah. With, uh, before Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, where that fervor was building to a fever pitch yeah. that you had no other choice but to pull the trigger on Kofi. You don't have that with Jay. Even if it's the <clears throat> universal title, you still don't have that fervor with Jay yet. That promo yeah. on SmackDown on the go-home and the video package leading up to this match, that's a good start. It is a good start. I agree. Keep going with it. I agree. But if we care 
Which, I don't know, in 2020, wrestling fucking smarks like me and you, we may not actually care as much as actual workers care about what I'm about to say, which is, you gotta protect the business, brother. You gotta keep it believable. My argument is that if he is one half of the greatest tag team ever, and if he can hang with one half of the other argument for greatest tag team ever in New Day, then... It should stand to reason that he is good enough to compete with singles wrestlers. Regardless of how many other titles he may or may not have, he has proven his athleticism in the tag team ranks. And what could have proved that out is what you said, where you're used to being in the tag team, right? So you could go out 110 miles per hour right from the beginning and then look for the tag and be like, fuck, I can't tag out to get my breather. And then that's when the singles competitor gets it. But wrestling holds moves jumps what to do in the ring dives and all that shit timing timing he fucking knows this yeah you know and the reason why i bring it up in the way that i bring it up is because it just further highlights how low on the fucking importance spectrum the tag team titles are and how much of a fucking travesty that is because if it's like universal and world and tag team is right up there with those just in a different division then it should suffice it to say that hawk and animal one of them probably could take on hogan or macho and it'd be a competitive matchup right to the point where if you're telling the story that this is a new roman that he just needs to show up to work yeah and then not put in the extra effort you could have told the story just like we had laid it out, where J- where Jimmy st- uh, Jay starts banging out, yeah, and then Roman's arrogance kicks in once he takes control. That spear into a roll up counter, yeah, that was the most beautifully done from all the yeah. spear counters I've seen. Kofi has the singles history that he can win on the same level as Daniel Bryan, sure, but with Jay's lack of experience. You could have told a story where Jay with a roll-up outsmarting the arrogant family member, even for a cup of coffee. Kane won the belt for a day. You could have given Jimmy the you could have given Jay the belt for a night to further solidify Roman's douchery (laughs) when he takes the belt back (laughs) to the point that even at fucking ringside, Paul Heyman is not necessarily rooting for Roman. He told him he's his tribal chief, but once Roman went ham on Jimmy, you on Jay, you could see Paul like like just stone like he saw a fucking ghost. Like yeah. I don't know what to do with this guy. At least yeah. I could control Brock. Yeah. I don't know what Brock to do was with dumb this enough guy. I could control yeah, him. I don't know what to do with this guy. Like yeah. this is and that's the other thing that's attracting me to this storyline is because we're getting the different side of Paul Heyman that we're not used to with him always on the tip of Brock's dick. He's not like that with Roman. He's taking the backseat and letting Roman spread his wings and fly. Yeah. Instead of having to carry Brock under under his talons. Almost, almost the same position Paul Heyman was was in with CM Punk. See, he would come out and say his thing, but then Punk Punk was like, all right, give me the microphone. It's time for me to talk. And what would he do? He'd stand behind him and hold up the belt. And that's it. (laughs) He was a fucking ring girl, right? Um, So, yeah, that was cool. Now, I get it why Roman would have had to have won the match. I totally understand. It's nice. And it would hurt his momentum if in his first defense against the family member. Agree. Even if you protect him the way I described it, people will still look at it like, I'm Ah, not buying this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, But 
If we're going to fantasy book a little bit, <laughs> my fantasy booking for that, if Jay had one, was everybody the next night you know, on Raw, congratulations. Everybody, yeah, coming out. Hey, man, good job. Everybody in the back. All right, yeah, whatever, right? And then he walks past. I know they're on different shows, but it was such a momentous occasion. He walks past Kofi. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Just the fucking nod. Him and Kofi look at each other. They give each other... Good job. Oos. But you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I've beaten your ass Dude. so many times. Dude. <laughs> and I know it's weird timing that we get the Roman we get in the time that we're currently in. Yeah. But goddamn, dude, a Jimmy versus R- Kofi feud for the main title will come Jay so or fun. Jimmy? Well, Jay. Okay. Jay against Kofi. You keep saying come, Jimmy. I know. It comes it would come so fucking full circle. Just like yeah. Brett and Sean, like you got the you got the Heart Foundation and you got the Midnight Rockers, and then from those teams you get the 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 halves that are worthy yeah. of the title. No disrespect to Anvil or Janetti. Well, but you get you get <laughs> you get less potato and more meat as far as far as the, the capability, mm-hmm. and to have that come around for a new generation that yeah. are, that are used to the face paint Usos, yeah, and then used to the Usos. The, the the street penitentiary style. penitentiary yeah. you know and then Kofi from the from fucking you know New Day, New Day to where he is now you know the Jamaican stuff to where he, to yeah. New Day to where he is now but damn so, dude you can't argue Roman's work right now so you can't let's let's get out of fucking Mister Rogers make believe neighborhood and go into the fantasy booking of what's actually happening right now so Fuck, I wanted so, to talk to the king a little more <laughs> so um Jimmy. I mean Jimmy the this time. Yeah. The hurt one did come out, threw in the towel. All right, man, you the chief. Chill, man. You family. You put that look in his eye. Ooh. <laughs> that look in his Round eye. Round two. If my knee wasn't like this, I'd whoop your ass so much. And I get it. They're twins, Jimmy and Jay. I get it. They're twins. But Jimmy's older by eight minutes. So, like, oh, that means something, apparently. That he's not treated that's as the youngest. Brother. That's, yeah, yeah. That's still his little brother, it no matter mine. how many minutes. Even though they're twins, that's his little brother. So it's like, all right. All right. I see where they're going. Once once that that knee heals up. Roman will right. fuck up the other one. Roman will <laughs> go after Jimmy. And maybe Jimmy will get a modicum of... of Come up and saw him, but maybe he might not. Maybe he might fall short. And I'm then, the tribal chief. I put food on the plate. I put food on the table. If you smell. And then. Oh, no. Oh, I'm skipping ahead too you, much. If you put both of them in their place, then you pull the trigger on Bloodline and have your stable with Roman and the Usos. Usos being subservient to Roman. So because that, they were forced to be subservient. Yes, because <laughs> they've admitted that Roman is the head of the table. So that when, if you smell, blah, 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 comes around, there's many bosses he's got to go through before he gets to fucking Dr. Wiley. And I think I would like uh, the Usos to be reluctant subservient to Yes. Them. They yes. were like, all right, you whoop our ass, you're our family. Usos, I'm going to do this, but I don't like it, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Oh, always creating that tension, but always like, yeah, but you're still my bitch. Yeah. You know? Oh. How many Ro- how many movies have you been in, Roman? Oh, and then when the rock shows up, yeah, how many movies? <laughs> you put you put food on this table? It's thi- yeah, nah. it's, yeah, it's this table in my house. Yeah. You I'll co- age like <laughs> you come to Thanksgiving dinner at our place. Yeah. Yeah. You don't go to your house. Yeah. You know, 
bitch. You know how many times I was ahead of WWE? You know how many times I was champion? Way more than you. <laughs> I built the fucking table for you to sit at, bitch. God damn it, I was the tooth fairy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have missed you. <laughs> I got that tooth fairy money, bitch. Residual. Yeah. <laughs> Residual. <laughs> I had to get you in my movie. <laughs> I don't see your face at Redbox. <laughs> oh, Fast and the Furious Uso drift up in here. No. <laughs> Darby Allen against Ricky Starks to open Dynamite last night. I like it. Uh, it was... It, who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck was that dude in, in the Darby Allen uh, black and white vignette? That was just like, like... I mean, I liked it. But who the fuck are you? <laughs> Um, Takagi Osprey 2 a couple of days ago in the G1 tournament. The first time they fought, they had no time limit. This time was 30 minutes. I had a little bit of flashbacks of Okada Omega. Mm. Where we've already had a match up here. Now we have to condense it to here. Mm. And the, the importance, the seriousness of, of, of both of them. It was in Kobe, so it was in, in Takagi's hometown. Osprey getting bulked up a little more. Starting to get a little more arrogant. Starting to become a little bit of a dick. Maybe the Me Too stuff kind of pushed that along also. <laughs> in, a, in a very organic way. Um, I like where both of them are going. Yeah. Um, just as good, if not better. Than their New Japan Cup, their Super Juniors final that we had on our match of the yeah, year last, last year. year. Yeah, that I think won last year. It won match of the year. What? What? I'll have to look at really. The, I'll have to look at our list. But I, I don't think, think that, that was it. Did that win match of the year, dude? Twenty nineteen feels like it was five, five years, years ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you even doing in twenty nineteen? What the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. As a matter it of was? fact, 2019 Osprey Takagi, the finals of the best of the Super Juniors. Okay, that I believe made our you. match of the year. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those were the co- that was the competition for okay. match of the week, but I would think by a step ladder that the triple threat ladder match took it. Okay. But I I'm not sure it's it's a, it's up there to be on the list. Okay. Since you talked me down from the ledge, from, Sorry. from the step from or the two, ladder. <laughs> you talked me down from a step or two, uh, sponsored by DeWalt. Uh, <laughs> you ready for TakeOver 31? Uh, no, but uh, this will help me get ready. <laughs> What's the first match that pops into your head, if any? Uh, the one with Candice. Um, oh, wait. No, Candice isn't having that match now, right? Candice versus EO. Oh, okay. All Candace right. Candice versus EO for the NXT well, cause it women's was, title. It, it was going to be Knox, right? It was no. going to be Candice versus Knox at some point, right? No, no? it was always Candice versus EO? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought that's where they were going to go. They were going for that on the side. Yeah? Because that's how they were building up to okay. it. But, nah. All Candace right. had won the shot before. Well, to 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 break uh, Arnold's heart, Knox has torn ACL. She's out for at least another year. Yeah. Poor thing. Uh, sidebar... And it's not in a negative way. I like oh. her character. I like her as a human being. She's in the Rey Mysterio category for me already. It's time to hang it up. It's three strikes. You're Ooh. out. Oh, we just blew past all the Rey Mysterio. Three strikes. Stuff. You're out. We, we come back to that. Okay. Three strikes. You're out. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. Okay. I I do not want to see the 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 female Rey Mysterio version of I got sur- surgery on my knee ten times. Yeah. On a disclaimer before you don't do this shit at home when all that shit happened in the rings. Like, nah. Yeah. 
you can do better with your life. And than- honestly, I was never able to fully get onto the Tegan Knox bandwagon because of the interruptions with the injuries and stuff. So, uh, just yeah. when the hype train was full of coal, her she gets out again. With yeah, injury. poor yeah. thing. I feel for her, especially watching the documentary when she first returned. And there was a five part little mini documentary yeah. about her getting injured in the in the May Young Classic. Oh man, if you don't, if you can't feel for that, you have no fucking soul. But I don't want to see it happen to her again. So for her best interest, just creative team for the women's division. Do something in the PC, but just don't, yeah. just, nah. Okay. I, Candace uh, against Io Shirai. Where uh, you at? I'll go with about, an, uh, I'm going to go with the seven. Uh, on paper, this I should be at like an eight or a nine or maybe even a ten for this match if it was booked properly. Um, but I feel as though there's, there's so much in... And Candice versus Tegan, that it feels like, like that's what I thought that match was. Yeah. You know, like isn't that supposed to be a match? Oh no, we're gonna do an EO, and I'm sure there's good enough booking on there to make it sound like EO. Or, or it was in the same. Sense. It was in the same elimination match that Candice and Tegan were in. That Tegan hurt her ACL. Yeah. So it was already decided that Candice was going to be the number one contender, mm. but you knew that was supplement. Yeah. That was part of the story. Maybe, Te- maybe Tegan turned and saw the light yeah. and wanted to join uh, Candice LeRae. So yeah, I'm at seven. I, I got I got uh, Candice Candice wins. I'm at a seven, and I and again I don't want to be disrespectful to Candice. I don't think Candice is the person that EO loses the title to. Really? You don't think so? No. No. Okay. Uh, See, I even forgot Eo was the actual champ. You know, because I, I have because so much they focus. Still, because they still ha- because they've been highlighting more women. You know, and yeah. that's not a bad thing. Rio, uh, Rio Ripley versus Mer- Mercedes in that cage match. Shotzi, Shotzi's been Shotzi's cool. been dude. The Shotzi damn near killed herself last night. Did you see that uh, sliced bread she did on the apron? She wound up landing on you know top what? of her head. I think. Ugh. I, th- I want to say I want to say it was a match with Shotzi that I thought that was. It was like, Shotzi and Io. Yeah, it was maybe a title it was that match, match that opened the yeah. show that they like they yeah, shook yeah. hands after, and then Shotzi. That was the so, match I was that referring. Was a good match too. Th- that was a match I was referring to earlier, saying I think there was some sort of girls match that I thought was really good. It could be match of the week. I think it was that match. That was the one I was thinking about. Between that and the cage match with the girls with Rhea, that was good stuff too. Yeah, I'm at a seven, and I've got Io winning. Okay, cool. How about the men? You excited? Kyle O'Reilly against Finn Balor for the NXT men's title. Give me a number. Seven. Seven also. Um, I feel like the iron for Kyle O'Reilly never got hot at all in NXT. Mm -hmm. The iron has been hot for Undisputed Era as a unit, as a group. And Kyle has had his, like, shining moments in the group, but it was all mostly non-speaking shining moments, or he's, like... Unless as, he's pretending to be the therapist. Well, yeah. That, too. Uh, but, like, the, the playing the guitar on the fucking title belts yeah. and stuff like that, it's always been, like, shit that he emotes when people aren't focused on him that have been cool. Now, I know what he's capable of and what he could be as a singles wrestler from before NXT, so that makes me pretty damn excited for him. But so far in the last, what, three years he's been in NXT? He's, he's been, been an afterthought s- yeah. as part of a henchman of a group. Yeah. 
You know, so I, I two time NXT tag champ though. Two time NXT tag champ. One of the longest reigns of the tag champs from NXT. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna piggyback on what on your all right on your idea. Yeah. Keep in mind, for all intents and purposes, this is still NXT. This is the audience that knows about Future Shock, that knows yeah. about Kyle O'Reilly's singles run, that knows about his ability to talk on the mic, that knows that he's a former heavyweight champion already. Yeah. So he's just like the wolf waiting among the sheep That's ready to strike. very true. <coughs> That's the, why I'm a seven and not like at a five. I'm at an eight okay. because of the promo they cut afterwards. Normally, I wouldn't be this high because just last Wednesday was the takeoff to take over. Okay. So that's when we got Candice LeRae, number one contender, and that's when we got Kyle O'Reilly as number one contender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we don't we have very little to no actual build for actual matches, with an exception or two. So I'm I should be like at a six or seven, but because I have investment in Kyle O'Reilly from a previous engagement, that's bleeding over. Previous so, entanglement. Yeah. So it, it just went from JP Morgan to Fidelity. It's still there. So I'm at an eight for Kylo. Kylo's losing the fuck out of this match. Oh. But this is going to highlight the reason why WWE wanted him. And then this is going to be, again, the audition. If J, if Jay could, if Jay could hang with Roman, yeah. if Kyle can hang with, with, with Finn, and if that happens... Once once uh, next year comes around, expect to see a, a somewhat babyface Kyle O'Reilly. So let me ask you this, because in this match, both you and I focus a little bit more on, on, on Kylo. Um, what about Balor? How do you feel about Balor in this match? I'm always, I've always been a fan of Finn. Doesn't matter how you package him. But it's the selfishness in me. I can't look into the future until you give me what you promised in the past. I cannot for the fucking life of me, as much as I want to give Finn a clean slate, as much as I want to die for Kyle O'Reilly versus fucking Prince Devitt, you got to give me Finn versus Walter at some point. Because that's what you left my dick hard with and I still haven't penetrated. You got (laughs) to give me the hole, even if it's just... For no stakes other than just to rub one out. I need <laughs> that hole so that I can put it behind me and move on to the next clip. I need it. Give me Finn versus Walter. If I had to ask you. If I had to ask you. Pamela Anderson against Alina Lopez. Who are you picking? Both. Who are you picking first? Both. No, I don't know. Who? Alina Lopez? Who the fuck's Alina Lopez? Google her. Okay. But Pamela Anderson. God damn it, Bobby. Wait, Pamela Anderson in her prime or Pamela Anderson Pamela now? Anderson in her prime. Oh, well. <laughs> I still need to know who Alina Lopez is. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's, st- that's still in the back of my yeah, head. Yeah, That's still, and especially with NXT UK steamrolling now, that's, I'm like, I, I cannot focus on anything else Finn does or Walter does as much as I want to see Walter versus Ilya Dragunov yeah. across the pond. Yeah. You started it. You got to finish it. Tell me it's being finished so at least I can park that car and drive something else until I'm oh, ready. Oh, now to, you're going to cars. Yeah, yeah, until it's the weekend time where I can pull out the, the yellow one. Okay. But just let me know it's coming so I can accept everything else. 
I need Finn versus Walter before I can move on. You know, I think I wanted to talk a little bit about Finn, but I'm not sure if I could tap or top any of that shit you just said. Um, I got Finn winning. Uh, okay, yeah. Valiant uh, effort by Kylo. Sure, why not? Finn yeah, Finn, Finn should win this, but I don't think I get excited for Finn anymore. As much as I want to say that they, they've cleaned the slate, I don't think they've actually cleaned the slate. I, I, I think a lot of it is, well, he... he, he Kind of had a bad run on the main roster. Let's just kind of forget about that and go back to the old glory days. And I'm sorry, I can't forget about here, all that. And, and here, I can't go back to those old, and, old glory days. Especially he's still just coming out with a leather jacket. Yeah. And he's not the demon. Yeah. And his dick is bigger now. Um, what? Well, you've noticed you were looking at, J- at Jay's for a while. That's true. <laughs> I don't know why. Jay had a boner after Roman got up off of him. It's so not fair in that family that Jay gets the boner and Roman gets the lay. Part of what you're feeling is back to my opinion. Okay. Finn, and again, I I don't want to be an asshole when I say this. I honestly don't think there's a legitimate challenge for Finn in NXT right now. And it takes something out of the fucking ordinary for you to invest in Finn again. Mm. And when you say something out of the ordinary and you see Walter, yeah, yeah, you're going to want to see Finn. You don't want to see Finn versus Walter? I mean, I do, but I don't know if that's going (laughs) to rekindle the romance a little. I want to see I want to see that match more because of Walter and Finn and how like like how that can work. But, like, I don't know if that's going to fix me and Finn and how I view Finn. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to knock this out pretty quick. Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. I hate to say it. I'm at a zero. Ooh, zero. And it's going to – and I don't think that's ever going to change. Who's the zero for? Velveteen. Okay. I can't I I just can't see Velveteen the same way after the the allegations of him and the kids. It just it throws yeah. it just I can't for whatever I just can't. Even it's, even if it's, it's, it gets proven to be not true? It has to be completely proven not true and the fact that I haven't seen any documentation, video, court trials, anything to put it in that or not even yeah. leaving the station to go towards that direction. It and I don't mean to to be over dramatic, but it's Almost going towards Chris Benoit territory where the stuff that he did outside of the ring is preventing me from enjoying anything he's ever done or will do in the ring. Now, you mentioned... If it's proven that he's that he's innocent and it's legit proven, yeah. I'll, 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 wor- I'll work on it on my own. But, as, but if that's not being done, then I'm still going to have that opinion. Okay. You you know my stance on things when it comes to that, right? Yeah. I've said it on the show before. I think one of the last times I was on the show before all the shit hit when the When we fan, did the Benoit documentary yeah, I, for... Dark I think Side. I straight up said, when it comes to things like this, to me, you're you're guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. Right? I agree. Right? Agreed. But <laughs> I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate with you because... Go for it. Um, you've mentioned Zack Sabre Jr., and how, oh, well, I think it's the Me Too thing was good because it organically made him a better heel. So why is it okay for him and not okay for Osprey. Velveteen? Osprey. Oh, Osprey. I'm Osprey, sorry. Osprey, not Sabre. Yeah, sorry, my bad, my bad. Osprey. Why is it good for Osprey and not for uh, Velveteen? <sighs> Putting you and, in this is, and this is going to be kind of vague. I, okay. I'm not sure if it's, if it's me copping out or me as an actual attempt to try to 
distinguish the difference between the two. I think it's about character. Osprey doesn't run around with, in like a leather boa and grinding up against the ground on the freaking ring and doing all this provocative shit, you know. <laughs> and and I'm not and I'm, and I'm not hating the person or the character of Velveteen Dream because we've been fans of Velveteen Dream. Yeah, the perception is solely on what's happened outside of the ring. So his character being flamboyant, almost to the point of like bisexual, with that moment with Aleister Black, that's one thing. But when the visuals that I see from that character on TV added mixed in with the possibility of him doing those kind of gyrations or moves with an underage boy, it's hard for me visually mm. to separate that. I don't see Osprey fucking the turnbuckle for me to think, oh, Osprey is fucking molesting as opposed to Velveteen doing all this shit. It's like, oh, I bet the 14 year old didn't like that. <laughs> every time I see uh, every time I see Velveteen do that shit, so so it, that so because the, of the character, it gives you a, a, a more visceral yes. visualization, visual, yes. visual, visualization, vi- yes. visualization, right? Yes. Okay, so that's the thing that's keep. Uh, I think that's the part. I, I, okay, you might not understand okay. it, but that's just I, I how see, I rationalize. I see it. that you get the visual a little bit more because of that. Yeah. Um, I think that, I can still be wrong. I think pro- I think probably, that, yeah. that probably is because if you're gonna if you're gonna put that for one, you should put it with the other, right? Because uh, just because you could envision one and not envision the other doesn't necessarily mean that either one are guilty or either one are innocent. It's, it's right? part of uh, it's part of escaping the realism. I watch wrestling to escape realism. Okay. So when I'm seeing Antifa on Raw and when I'm seeing um, the Hurt Business when they were heels referencing catering when there's people in the country that are struggling to choose whether to put foot on the table or pay rent. Yeah. That doesn't help. So when I'm seeing Velveteen gyrating, that doesn't help. Man. I don't see Osprey doing all that stuff for me to correlate that with this. Okay. So now all that again, I can still be wrong. All but that, that's how I see it. All that being said, I'm going to play a little bit more Devil's Advocate and argue <laughs> against my and yours default, uh, uh, which is how do you prove something didn't happen? How do you prove something? So how do you prove that something doesn't exist? You can prove things do exist, and you can prove things that did happen but you can't always necessarily prove things didn't didn't right so and from what i understand um there hasn't been an indictment there hasn't been the investigations not because they're proving them innocent but because and settlements don't equal innocence right that's true but but there hasn't been like a DA is not going to take somebody to trial if they think that they're going to wind up being innocent. So sometimes the fact that there isn't a trial is enough. Now, I'm still going to be of the fact of you're guilty and to prove an innocent. So Osprey, I'm like, eh, you know, uh, and Velveteen, I was like, eh. Uh, so I don't know if I really want to get a whole lot behind that. And for me, it's not about the, the gyrations and the visualization of what could be. Uh Mostly because I don't mind that part. I think you could act a uh, act a character and not be it. Yeah. Um, and and like it doesn't bother me at all when it comes to that part with him. And I want to kind of equate it a little bit to Sonny Kiss's character. Sonny Kiss is the exact same way. A little flamboyant. bit flamboyant. Yes, flamboyant. A little gender fluid. You know, goes by he, him and her. Um, you know, Jr. was fucking doing it. You know, um, and like, so what? 
<laughs> you know, um, but Sonny isn't the one that had these allegations thrown exactly. thrown his way. He hasn't Velveteen, gone through that gauntlet yet. Velveteen hopefully, has, and, not, and there's hopefully. no yet. Yeah, I'm just assuming. Well, hopefully never. Yeah, yeah hopefully you never. Um, but again, now I, this is me arguing against my normal point, my normal stance. My normal stance is guilty and proven innocent when it comes to stuff with sexual uh, uh, assault mm-hmm. charges and all that. So, um, yeah. I don't think I'm that excited for the match just because it is Velveteen, but I like Kushida. I'm going to go with maybe like a three. Um, the, the stink of the allegations is still on it for yeah. me with Velveteen. And, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. But where there's no smoke, there ain't fire. So maybe that's something that we could look at. The fact that he wasn't really uh, uh, reprimanded by WWE. There is no court case. Nobody else is still... And it's still the, not going. Like, it's, it's still, already been silenced. Yeah. Or, and or, there, well, were, there were people that came out and said that, oh, yeah, the kid who accused him was found on some other site or something yeah. saying yeah this is what i did and i i you know like he was I really tro- over this guy's career yeah ah. like he was really trolling yeah. him but nobody's been able to prove that what that that line of text was yeah. from the same person so i don't know but if that is true that fucking sucks but for me i'm still a little leery yeah so yeah and it sucks because the story's been built pretty well because she's just not coming out looking like marty mcfly he's coming out and beating the fuck out of velveteen which yeah. as a guy that wants to see justice on somebody that's been accused for child <laughs> molestation i want to see Kushida break his fucking arm twice yeah but it just the stinks on there a little stronger for me okay but uh yeah so i'm at a zero i've got Kushida winning okay but it wouldn't uh, shock me if velveteen wins i wouldn't be shocked either way either yeah. but i hope it's Kushida, so i'm gonna go with Kushida. Uh, Santos Escobar against Isaiah Swerve Scott for the Cruiserweight title. Isaiah Swerve Scott, the only person so far that has pinned Escobar since Escobar has been champion. Where you at? I'm at a healthy nine. Ooh. You know what I'm going to ask. <laughs> What's keeping you from busting that nut? From hitting that ten spot? Yeah. Um... Time. Time. I think that this one needed to be in the oven for a little bit longer. I could have used another week or two because I barely got up to the nine or, last night. But whose fault is that? Because you have so you yourself have admitted that I've you've fallen away. out. I've been away. That is correct. I've, been, I've fallen out. Okay. Um, I. I think that the build for this has been good. What I've have seen, um, I was probably at like an eight. I got convinced last night at the the side by side fucking dueling you know promos that that put me over. Um, I like the the masks are gone and it's Swerve versus Escobar and it's just them and you know he was calling him out. Oh, you're just stealing our lucha style. You're not actually lucha and it's like oh wow that's a cool storyline and a cool way of presenting it. You are fucking gentrifying our style of wrestling and it's which ours is the not whole yours. point of theirs yeah la leyenda del fantasma yeah of the, his heritage he's trying yeah. to live up to his father's heritage of what luchador wrestling should yeah. be and to have an outsider who used to wrestle with a mask yes i love it walk in there and step like he's one of us I, and you yeah. ain't one of us and what i like is also, also that subtle nod to lucha underground too like like this is King Cuerno and fucking Killshot, guys. Yep. And, oh. and you know what? A little bit of that stuff 
could have stemmed from their past in Lucha Underground. So it's like, like they're 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 bringing it all the way back. Like this storyline doesn't necessarily start uh, in their NXT careers, which is cool. Um, so that that promo right there brought me up to the nine. And yeah, maybe maybe it said I didn't see other stuff when it first started, but also I kind of fell off maybe a month ago. Yeah. So I saw the last takeover special, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from the last takeover special and the NXT after that, I don't remember this being a thing. So this isn't like a long-standing two or three-month build. This is probably about a month build, and that's probably why I'm saying time. It's probably a little bit longer that you haven't really paid attention to. Okay. Because this stemmed from Brizango and the other two Mexicans in the group. <laughs> okay. To where when um, Escobar came in. To, to lay the beat Which, down, that's when Travis yeah. Scott came out. Not other two Mexicans. It's yeah. one Mexican and a Filipino. Those two. <laughs> we all look the same. Which, that way. <laughs> so that's when Swerve came out to even the odds. So that happened even before TakeOver 30. Which was the last takeover you saw? Yeah. So this has been happening. Okay. But this has been like beneath the. This was the secondary that over time got put up here. Okay. Um, I'm at a nine. What's the, keeping you from the ten? That I haven't been watching NXT consistently to be as invested. Oh, dale. You. Hey, we've talked. We've mentioned yeah. it ad nauseum. What do we watch on Wednesdays first? Adam. Done. You know, that doesn't mean that NXT sucks. That doesn't mean I don't like any of NXT's people. I've given pretty high grades for this, most of the stuff. <laughs> it means there's four goddamn fucking hours of wrestling on Wednesdays on a work night. Three if you trim down the DVR and go through the commercials. Yeah. And still, that picture in picture. Still, that's more than what we see on Mondays. Yeah. Which we've been trained since we were knee-high to a grasshopper to watch. Yep. <laughs> And it's hard for me because if I'm watching AW on Wednesday, I'm thinking, I'll catch NXT the next day. Now, I'm catching NXT UK first. <laughs> Valkyrie had a good a good match in her opening. The main event with Delia Dragunov and Noam Dar was pretty good. And then the next week that was mislabeled, the greatest hits, had Vulture beat the holy fuck out of Saxton, uh, Saxton somebody. I forget the guy's last name. Jackson Riker? No. Somebody else. <laughs> uh, Talk about that was stink. A, that was a good fucking match. And then the main event to that second episode with Piper Niven and fucking uh, Kaylee Ray. Oh, so NXT, oh. NXT UK is on the come up. Piper Niven. <laughs> I told Scott last week, I'm going to tell you this week for anybody that forgot to watch. NXT UK is now what NXT US was three years ago. Mm. One hour, no fat, all action, all story, all good. Okay. That's what NXT UK is. So next year, if you got AEW or if you got NXT number one, NXT UK better be creeping up that number two spot as okay. far as your watchability of what you need to be watching because it's good shit. That Heritage Cup tournament that we were that we saw on the screen for on the app when we were looking up for Clash of Champions, yeah. I've got to go back and see fucking um, Alexander Wolf. You know, it's yeah, okay. It's some good shit on so, UK, bro. So you you veered off onto NXT UK. <laughs> Can I veer off for go, a second? Go. So there was a match that I told you that you needed to watch a few weeks ago that could possibly be on a match of the year list. Um, and I, I and you asked me, "Am I serious?" And I said, "Only halfway." Uh, halfway, oh yes, fuck! Halfway, from no. Russell House. From Russell House on Impact. On Impact. The Deaners versus Triple XL. <laughs> AC Austin, right? Uh, he lost 
he lost a bill worth of uh, worth of weight. Well, you wouldn't COVID. know it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he looked a little faster. Yeah. I've seen some other yeah. stuff from did, AC. Did, did you watch that match? I need match. to go back and watch that match. You, you, if we that ever hang was... out together, you need to sit me down like I sit you down. Yeah. Feed it to me. That was the most ridiculous cinematic match I've seen. And not ridiculous over the top. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Like, legit comedy. Like it, I was, I was splitting my sides. Um, with if uh, anything that goes with the theme of most of our match of the year list is the candidates so far. This yeah, year. it's yeah. twenty twenty. Anything uh, fucking goes at this point. One of the deaners on one end of this long building that had like a theater stage at the end oh, started they had me a theater stage. Started running towards the stage where where what's his name is not 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 AC but the other one the other in triple XL the the rednecky one. Well, the, the white guy. I forget his name. But anyway, he was over there with the stitch in his side. <gasps> I can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't. And they would cut to the other dude running. Cut back to him. And then AC comes up. Bro, are you okay, man? You might want to get out of the way. I know, man. I can't. I can't right now. Cut back to the dude still running towards him. Dude, you have to get out of the way, man. He's coming right for you. And, oh, man. I don't know. <sighs> I'm blown up, brother. I'm blown up. <laughs> Just hearing you describe that yeah. reminds me of the old, old, like, first season of Family Guy where it's fast animals, slow children. <laughs> oh, I got pudding on my knees. And then the tiger's still, like, going <laughs> Exactly, man. But, like, finally, at the last fucking second, which, like, like, he just needed to run from one side of the room to the other. It should have taken, like, three seconds to run from one end to the other. But this was, like, a... And it was the less heavy one. Right. Not AC. The other one. Yeah, the other one. This whole bit lasted, like, 30 fucking seconds. Right? So he finally gets him out of the way just in the nick of time for him to run into the stage and roll over the stage and stuff. And for some reason, Tommy Dreamer was the referee, oh, but he no. got lost because they were fighting all over the Russell House. And then, like the end, Dreamer's like, "Well, okay, well, no, no, sorry, I'm skipping a part. Do you you want to get a spoiler? No, I okay. want you to feed this to me. Feed it to you. Yes, feed it to you. So we'll need to sit I'm, down and find it. Spoiler alerts, guys. Spoiler alerts. This is what happens at the end. They get <laughs> they get locked in the room, and uh, um. Rosemary, it's Rosemary. Is she the one that that is? Uh, she goes the, the creepy. The... Yeah, yeah. You mean Sue Young? No, the other one. Rosemary. It is Rosemary. Rosemary walks into the room where they're still brawling, and they look at Rosemary. Rosemary looks at them, and then she's like, "Hi," and. Tommy Dreamer is still looking for them because he's still trying to referee the thing. And then you cut to Tommy Dreamer finding the door to the room that they're supposed to be in. And before he could go in, Rosemary comes out with bloody hands. Hi, Tommy. And um, he looks at him, peeks into the room. Match over. (laughs) (laughs) So was that like Rosemary's portal to the dark side? Rosemary killed them and had blood on her hands. And Tommy Dreamer was like, damn. That was the end of the match. You have to find this somewhere and we will watch it together. Ridiculous. If we we have to retract our previous match of the week (laughs) to squeeze all that. Yeah. We gonna do it if we have to. It was ridiculous, man. It was so funny. So funny. Oh my God. Yeah. That's how much we want to see TakeOver. We're talking about the Deaners from a month and a half ago. We're talking about the Deaners.
Johnny Gargano against Damian Priest for the North American strap. Six. What's the anchor? Are you not feeling Gargano back in this picture again? Or are you not feeling Priest yet? It's more Priest? I, 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 haven't, I haven't gotten around to him. He's not quite at Jay White levels for me. He's Remember, not, this is Punishment Martinez for Ring of Honor. I know. Bad bitch. I know. I never got a chance to really get into Punishment Martinez. Bad. Right? Okay. Um, so, his time as, you know, Mr. Priest or whatever they call him, uh, uh, the Reverend Dr. Priest, uh, <laughs> his time here in NXT, like his, his, and the thing lighting up, you know, like that looks cool. But that so far has been all he is is a kind of cool entrance or a cosplayer, half Kevin Nash, half Scott Hall. Yeah, and to be honest, I I'd rather have Killer Cross than to have him. I like Killer Cross and then better than I like Damian Priest, and I think they kind of have the same gimmick, but Killer Cross is doing it better. Punisher uh, Martinez is doing it better than freaking Damian Priest. Yeah. So Damian Priest is the one that's kind of bringing it down for me. Um, and I love me some Gargano. But what you mentioned about what Gargano is, he's starting to get to where it's a little bit old hat. I get it. He's a, a heel now. And he's running with the heel thing. And him and, and his wife, the Gargano way, I, I, I kind of dig it, you know. Uh, Patriot way, a little play on it. Like he's the yeah, one that's John doing it the right way. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like it, but I also kind of feel like this is starting to get a little bit stale. You know, you open up that bag of Cheetos that you opened up like two weeks ago, and it's like, well, it's so not as crunchy. Only Cheetos I have in the house, and they're not like stale enough to go bleh. But they're like, man, if These I was taste a, like HEB brand now. If I <laughs> if I was a better person, I'd be ashamed of myself. But I'm not a better person, and I'm all alone and I'm hungry. Or you're so, broke and yeah. you can't afford a new bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of where I am with Johnny Gargano. They're still delicious. They're still Cheetos. Love them, but uh, I need a fresher bag. I'm at a seven. This is another example of a match that just was thrown together within a week or two notice. I was appreciating Gargano's supplementary role in um, in um, her his his wife girlfriend whatever in in her role in turning heel. So he was so for example that that episode of NXT where um, Candice LeRae invites Tegan Knox over to her house so they could yeah. try to work things out and John is like. I'm not really a fan of what's going on here, but it's not about me, so good fucking luck. And then yeah. when Candace threw the sh- broke the, the TV and Gargano looks like it, and Gargano's like his dog died looking at the TV like, oh no, my PS4. Like him as a supplementary, I dig because it's different. But Gargano as the heel going after the mid-card title again, unless he's winning it and going to do something drastic with it, I'm not sure if I'm like excited to see it. Most okay. of, so most of it is Gargano dragging me down, not so much Priest. But I know the match is going to be good, so I'm at a seven. Okay. But, That's getting, but getting there is where most of the seven's coming from because it feels like it hasn't had enough time to breathe. You, you know where the other place where I'm at a six on this? I don't like either outcome of who might win this. Like, I, I kind of want Johnny to win, but... 
it's too soon for Damian Priest to lose. Yeah. But I also don't want Gargano to be that same Gargano where he, he always loses. Oh, man, he's Mr. NXT Damn, Damn Bray Wyatt lost a lot of weight. <laughs> you know, he's Mr. NXT TakeOver, but he yeah. loses all the fucking TakeOvers. Yeah. So, like, he... At some point, he needs to go on a fucking unstoppable winning streak, even if he's just beating scrubs. Yeah. And this match is problematic because if if he beats Damien, is Damien a scrub? Well, now you got the, the fucking mid-card title involved, and it's like, ah, shit, what's... Now he has to win with the title, and you're trying to do something with Damien. But then on the flip side, if Damien win, wins... Yeah, Gargano's I, just a fucking loser. I feel like Gargano should be in a in a similar role that right now Champa is in, and bringing up the next crop. You know, Champa versus Jake Atlas. It wasn't like anything to write home about, but it was refreshing to see a new matchup for Gar- for Champa. Yeah. You know, and putting the kid over in a huge whooping. <laughs> How do you feel about Atlas? He got my curiosity during the the cruiserweight tournament. Um, but he hasn't ascended from you had my curiosity. Now you got my attention. Yet I haven't given up on it. Yeah. But I need I need, and I was hoping a part of that was man, maybe maybe Chomp will give me something out of him that I wasn't expecting to get me there. It didn't happen. But maybe something around the corner. Maybe the next rivalry. Maybe Jake. Throw me Jake versus Austin Theory. I'll give mm-hmm. anything with Austin Theory a chance. And if Austin Theory and Jake can have something good, you can build on. Yeah. All right. I'll start putting. I'll start putting some stock in Jake. But there's something missing. There's something missing. Yeah. So one thing that I do like about Atlas um, is um, that he is who he is. Without WWE exploiting it. What I mean by that is, I don't know if you know his background. He comes from a wrestling federation in, I want to say New York, but I could be wrong exactly where it's at. Where it's an all LGBT roster. And he is homosexual. He's gay. Um, And I like that they're not using that. Not because, get that gay shit off my TV. No. If it was on... Everyone like this yeah. guy because he's LGBT and we want everyone to be a part of it. Yeah, because it would feel like WWE, WWE was, would... would be pandering at that yeah. point. And, and, it's a club for everyone, remember? Right, right. I think they would botch it. I think they would... They would bungle it, right? It's not sincere. Um, you know, not sincere, yes. I feel like that that's what they would do. So I like the fact... Kind of like the same thing with Mustafa Ali. I like the fact that they're not being like, hey, look at this fucking La Pincha Indio, man. Yeah, you got an Indio. Yeah, Indian guy. Yeah, cheer for him because he's Indian. His name is Mustafa. No, he's like, yeah, my name is Mustafa. Yeah, so when we go to New Delhi, we main event with him and we all you yeah. come give us all the money. No, no. It's like he's going to get over on his own in-ring merit. ability, his own merit, his own style. And that's what they did. And that's kind of like what I'm liking about Jake. So far. So, so far. Um, but I feel like he's a little cookie-cutter baby-faced greenhorn. A little bit. Like, like, like he's not quite ripe enough yet. There's something else that needs to be there. And it feels like he's thinking about his words too much. He's thinking about the promo that what he needs to say is, is according to the script and not from the heart and from the hip. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I caught a little bit of that because like when he was on the ramp 
talking to Champa, and like I could come down to the ring and, and start the thing or whatever. And he, it sounded like that was written to be very genuine, and maybe that is how he genuinely felt, but he rehearsed it too much in his own head, so it didn't come off as though it was in his own heart and in his own head. So that that's where I'm kind of like, eh. so it makes me kind of bring myself back around to well, this isn't main roster WWE. This is NXT. Maybe NXT can do the, hey, check it out. We got, you know, openly gay wrestler. Is this a character that... Maybe they can run with the, with him being representative of the gay community. Is this a character that might need to be reliant on the NXT crowd in attendance to put him to that next level? Maybe. Maybe the NXT crowd needs to organically put him over. Because like I said, they haven't really fucking advertised, oh, hey, this is the gay dude, right? Which I, I don't want them to do. But what I wanted them to do with Darren Young, they could do with him. Because when Darren or Young... Orlando Jordan. Or, yeah. Or, what, what they did with Darren... What happened with Darren Young is he came out and he said it. And the iron was fucking hot for the WWE to be like, okay, fine. This, first, was, during the, during, first, this was during the tail end of primetime players. Yeah. Right? First openly gay wrestler. Fuck it. Let's, let's, let's run, run with, with it. it. But they did it. They they walked, shoved it under the carpet. You know, like oh no no, he's still he's still Darren Young. Look at look at him with Bob Backlund. Look at him with Bob Backlund. We're gonna make him he's great. He's still again. a tan Cena. Yeah, yeah yeah, that's it. That's all he is. And like I maybe what I said t- five minutes ago, ten minutes ago, whatever it was when I started this tirade, maybe that is what it needs. As long as WWE main roster doesn't fuck it up, and it's the NXT roster that can handle stuff a little bit more delicately, where they can be like, hey. Openly gay wrestler, do it, yeah. you know, and actually do something with it. Don't turn them into. They even dropped the ball with Sonya yeah. Deville. Before they fucking she left, did. They should have at least. They fucking did. If they wanted to open that door for that audience to be welcome, they should have let Sonya be the one lay out the red carpet instead of the company trying to do it. Yeah, you know, I don't yeah. care if Stephanie McMahon's is number two in CMO or whatever. Yeah, it's it's all about the people that you have, not the people that you think are in control of it. Yeah, that make it actually organic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Overall. Takeover 31. You watching live? It's on Sunday, I think. Maybe. I, I might watch it live. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it live. I think I'm going to give it about a 7. I'm at about a 7, too. Okay. I think I would be a little bit higher if the build to this pay-per-view had at least one more week. Or if the build was viewed by us for one more week. That, too. Um, yeah. But what always happens with takeovers? We have our low Basically, all we need to watch is TakeOver for NXT. And we get what we want. Yeah, we have low expectations. And then when we actually watch the thing, oh my god, Bukaki, you know? All Roman. I'm the tribal chief. Hey! (laughs) So, let's balance the Wednesday Night War a little bit. We got TakeOver on Sunday. But, no slouch. Listen to the matches we got on Wednesday. Give me a number for... FTR against the Hybrid 2. Wait. Jack Evans and Angelico brush with greatness. 20 minutes for the tag titles. FTR against That's... Evans and Angelico. Oh, wow. That's this coming Wednesday. Wow. Um, God, I want to have such a raging heart on for this match. But I simply can't because of the performance that Angelico and Jack Evans has had so far in AEW. They're killing They're... it on Dark. They're killing it on dark, but that's fucking dark. Yeah, that's true. Right? I'll um, go back and watch it for so, a match or two, but it's yet. Yeah. So, you know what? Five. 
Five. Seven. Okay. Because so far, uh, FTR already wrestled uh, Pentagon and Phoenix. Yep. And they gave me a different facet of Pentagon and Phoenix that I wasn't expecting of them. Okay. They bring out a different side of every team they've wrestled so far. So if the trampoline style of Evans and Angelico yeah. against the no-flip just fists of FTR, that's going to be romantic almost. Romantic. So I'm at an eight for that. Okay. How about Brian Cage against Will Hobbs for the FTW title? Are you familiar with a Will Hobbs? Yes. He's big a, H. Yeah, he he's that big swole dude that looks like he should be in the same league as him and uh the other one that, that Brian Cage was feuding with, the other big dude. Who was it? Murderhawk. Yeah, Murderhawk. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he could he could fuck both of them mofos up. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested. He's kinda on the come up, came off of dark. Now he's on the main roster. Uh, you know eight. I want to see what happens. I, I, I want I'm to, at an 8 too. Yeah. Um, for the kind of hybrid style that Cage has, kind of almost like a Hernandez where he's yeah. built like a house but could fly around like a plane. Yeah. Against a brick house like yeah. fucking Will Hobbs, I'm at an 8 too. Just out of morbid curiosity to see how this <laughs> wreck ends up. Yeah. Dog collar match. Cody against Brody Lee. Main eventing for the TNT title. Assuming that it says it's a TNT title, this is also just a 20-minute time limit. No, regardless that it's a dog collar match. Ten. What the duck? You haven't given that to anything on NXT. Yeah. Ex- defend yourself to them and to them. So, Cody has done a lot of paying homage to NWA, paying homage to WCW. Um, daddy. To his daddy and to, to that old alternative right mm-hmm. the alternative to wwwf and to wwf you know uh, which has been all of that like this Heart. is what we do in the south yeah. what we do in wcw what we did in nwa and dog collar match screams south old school 80s 90s wrestling so yeah i want to see what cody and Brody lee could do with that in, in in that match but that's not the only reason why it's a 10 just what the fuck happened with Brody and Cody? You know, like Brody mopped the floor with his fool in three minutes the floor with after the open challenge that was being lauded yeah. as the best thing in AW. Yeah, and like Cody's supposed to be Mister Hot Shit, and then he's not. Oh fuck! And then that promo, that last, promo last yeah. night. Oh god, I'm ready. I'm ready for this match. That pull apart was pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's it. I don't think the numbers game is actually there as much as you think that it is with the Dark dark Order because he's going up against all of the Nightmare family. All of them are out there. Fucking QT, uh, uh, Dustin, the fucking QT's girl. Which is, technically the Bra- which is technically the Blades girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what the yeah. fuck? You know, like there, there's a lot going on that where, where that pull apart that kept going on and on and on could actually happen during this match. And again, it's a dog collar match. That shit. When's the last time you've seen a dog collar match on on national television, know. let alone a WWE? Pay-per-view? I can't. I can't tell you. Like I can tell you the last time we've had like strap matches and chain matches where it's like by the wrist, but dog collar matches, dude. You had to go into the wayback machine to go to that, and those if were I'm, dangerous because they were around your fucking I'm, neck. If I'm not mistaken, there was a. a a bright spot in the SmackDown era in the mid two thousands when they re- when they announced the new Pitbulls 
Jamie Noble and somebody else as a tribute to the Pitbulls from ECW. Yes. Yes. And I believe there was one dog collar match. Yeah. One. Yeah. Around the neck. But it was a tag match. So I don't know. So it was like two of them were tied to the other two, but not all four of them together. So they could spread out and go around. Oh, okay. I think that's the last time, if anything, other than old school ECW with the actual Pitbulls. Like if this was... WWE right now and they said we're going to do a dog color match I'm like yeah, no you're no. not um, but no. there is a, there. the reason why I'm more excited for this than if it was just a strap match is because strap matches are like not as inherently dangerous because it's by your wrist and you can hold on to it and you can mm-hmm. manipulate it and there's plenty of slack Old school dog collar matches. It's Those around your neck and they're not th- there's not that much slack and like to do any kind of like Crazy moves? It's like, how are you going to do that with a collar? Oh. You're going to snap somebody's oh. neck. You want a good reference? YouTube machine, Raven versus CM Punk, early Ring of Honor, dog collar match. Oh, okay. Woo! Okay. Bitch. Okay. I am, I'm going I'm to agree with you. I'm also going to attend for this. I've got this as a time limit draw. Whoa. Keep this going. Cody lost it in three minutes. He had the rematch. He couldn't beat him, but he also didn't die. Uh, So the the next level is something more brutal. Fuck it. The second cage match in AEW history. Cody's 1-0 against the guy that Cody can't beat. Ah. Dunzo. So I'm at a... Oh, my God. And and I think that they're not... I think that they're not afraid to get that old school violent and maybe even get colored the hard way. They're the ones throwing out and, F-bombs before WWE thought it was cool to do it. Right. So they, they'll take the risk and to get some color. Now, this is coming from a guy who has said, I agree with Arnold. I don't really like the fucking hardcore matches when it comes to blood and guts and we're just going to get a fucking chainsaw and, you know, do all kinds of crazy bullshit, but you right? you see hardcore shit but, all the time. You don't see... This. You don't see this. This is like th- that super hardcore when hardcore wasn't really a-, a theme yet. Like this was the most brutal it would get in the 80s in the South. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how do they pay homage to it and how they reinvent it. Yeah. And part yeah. of that 10, man, even now you can talk all the crap you want about Cody. His promo with the his promo before his match was Dustin and Double or Nothing. His promo yeah. against Chris Jericho before the title match, dogging yeah. his career. His fucking promo building up the TNT tournament yeah. where he was in the Batcave putting over yeah. everyone else before he put himself over just a little bit more with the fucking and, cigar. And yeah. then last night with this fucking god damn it, man. He, he might be promo of the year right now. He is a promo fucking machine, dude. And, and it's all this, the basics. The templates are out there. You just said yeah. it. 80s NWA, early 90s WCW. It, this isn't... This is him not reinventing the wheel, but hitching a ride on a wheel that he's written before. Yeah. Not knowing because it's, yeah. it's in the family. Yeah. And I, I don't feel it's like gentrification of an old thing. I feel like if anybody's going to do it, it's him because he has the lineage and he can handle that old school nostalgia stuff with enough care to where he could make it cool again and maybe reinvent it a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I have high, high hopes. He has the wrestling privilege. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he can pull all that off. That's Wednesday. That's yeah. AW. And on top of that, we're celebrating 30 yeah. years at Chris Jericho. 
So oh. you know, dude, his shit with MJF. MJF. Oh, with the fucking jacket. So I forgot one for you, Sammy. <laughs> Where the fuck is this going? Dude, Sammy's D- like, hey, what the fuck's going on here? And Jericho's like, hold on, Sammy. Hey, what the fuck's going on <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. And then do, Warlow and, J- and Jake face yeah. to face. Dude, dude, I don't know what they're teasing. Do you want to be in the inner circle? Wait. Do you want me to be in the inner circle? Well, do you want to be in the inner circle? Do you want me to be in the inner circle? Well, but... Yeah, but do you... uh, Chris, you're still all right. All right. Abel, you're okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Dumbass. (laughs) Fucking idiot. I, I don't know what that's building towards, but God... Damn, that's so fucking... It. it It just feels like something that they've done. This isn't something yeah. that was fed to them. Yeah. They're just going off and they're making it work. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, one last little tidbit. One more thing. One more. Next Friday, WWE Draft returns. Oh. It starts Friday on SmackDown, ends the next night on Raw. As advertised, it's only between Raw and SmackDown. So give me a pick. Give me one trade, one move. We're not going Ross brand by brand roster. Just give me one. Predict one move. Kofi goes to Raw. Kofi goes to Raw. Interjects himself in the whole thing with the Usos. Usos, Roman, Kofi. He sometimes Kofi's on Smack. Uh, the Uso stuff is on SmackDown, and Kofi's already on SmackDown. Oh, then Kofi's never mind. hurt. That's why Big E's got the solo run. What show is Big E on? SmackDown. They're all on SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Kofi you, and Xavier are out. You give me one. <laughs> you know why By- this is stupid? Hold on. You know why this is stupid that they're doing this now? One, it's right before fucking Survivor Series. You're telling me you're going to have an established established roster for brand supremacy? We're not doing that this year because apparently the big match is uh, Retribution against Raw. Already? They have that booked? It's not booked, but that's what they're going towards. Uh, Why do you think that they're not on SmackDown anymore? Oh, okay, that's fucking dumb. It is dumb. So reason number two why it's fucking stupid. You know what you know why it's fucking stupid to do the draft now? Why? Reason number two? Because apparently they've already had a draft. Mandy went to, to fucking That was a trade that the Miz pulled off oh, so that he trade? could get under Otis's that, skin. That was a trade? Yeah. Yeah? That's something yeah. Miz did. That wasn't Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit, but, I say. So I've got two... I've got See, two... See, you know what? Fuck it. Otis back to... Otis to, to, my, to Raw. That's my Otis first, goes to yeah. Raw without Tucky. Gotcha. But he, he gets reunited with Mandy. And he still has the briefcase. Yeah. So it's valid on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. That's my uh, pick. My pick's a little more out of necessity. Mmm. If we're going gun-ho with asshole Roman, I hate to say it, there is no room on that brand for the Fiend. Fiend goes to Raw. Give me Fiend versus Drew. You got a babyface Drew that can stand up to anything. Let's see how he gets scared from the Fiend. Let's see some vulnerability from our champ. Yeah. A champ that needed three yeah. expired legends and a fourth riding an, riding an ambulance to get rid of Orton. Mm. Let's give me some give me some scared uh, McIntyre. That's a lot Fiend. of sour milk. And... and <laughs> And oddly enough, now that I, that's that, a lot of Geritol. Now that the thoughts <laughs> escape my head, I don't see Drew losing the belt to Orton. I could see Drew losing the belt to the Fiend. Okay, 
So that's it. There's, no, there's nothing too crazy. Dude. I don't know how many picks, who's going where, what's going down, whatever. I don't. That's just the first thing that comes to my mind. I don't All know. Right. We, we, we put a pin in it, so we're going to come back around before we go. Oh, and I also got one more thing before we go, but go ahead. Dominic. Rollins. Ah, what's your take on all this? Dominic Rollins, Aaliyah Ray. I mean Murphy, this, Murphy. I'm eating this shit up with a spoon, dude. It's so relatable, dude. Why? Why, why is it relatable? I don't. I don't dude, find if, it relatable. If, if your kid is going, is coming back. If if your kid, it's it's almost like the Montes in the fucking. It's Romeo and Juliet, dude. Oh, okay. You I know, thought two different sides, and their spawns are like trying to. Like, I thought it was unwillingly bridge bridge the two. With the <laughs> fact, they could be demolishing them both. I thought you were saying it was relatable because you've had a cult leader at one time tell you your kid isn't yours. <laughs> Twice. Oh Lord. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I get it. The the forbidden love that's starting to bloom that you think maybe it is love, but maybe it's not. They're just friends. And one showing thirty two year old is gross uh, as that, fuck. That is a but little. I'm trying to suspend my disbelief. That is a little. Because have you seen Murphy? I mean, you can great cheese on those abs. Oof. Hey, <laughs> papa. And he's got the log, is, too. Is he the tribal chief? I... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, is that too far? <laughs> that was too far. Um, so, yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging what's going on there. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in the whole Mysterio family and what's going on. And I think that the story is strong enough to cover any shortcomings Dominic may have in the ring just because he's new and he's green. Um, now, I haven't seen a whole lot of instances where I'm like, oh, this fucking guy he fucking sucks in the ring i haven't gotten that yet but i have gotten like okay he's playing it safe and that's good he should play it safe you know but oh shit he can still pull off her Ronda's like his daddy cool tilted world's like his daddy cool he got one nine better than his daddy yeah yeah and you know what he's a little and bit the Eddie splash yeah yeah well from his real daddy yeah, uh, <laughs> we, know. yeah we, know. we know we know we know uh so i'm digging that i'm digging it a lot what else did you want to close the show with so you told me that I'm doing myself a disservice by not watching story time. Oh, sure. Can I tell you something you're doing yourself a disservice to not watching? Sure. It's the R-Truth Game Show. Oh, man. Have you seen this <laughs> shit? No, I'm not Dude, this is hilarious. R-Truth has his own game show. Pause. On the pre-show? Our truth has the bowl with the twenty four seven title. He's just looking for fucking. Yeah. Oh my god! Our truth yeah. is a national treasure, dude. He is. He, he, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Our truth. <laughs> we lost one for fuck's sake. We cannot lose the other. other. Yes. So let me tell Play. you. Let me tell you the premise here. You could tell this was all born during COVID because it's him in his fucking room with the setup with the camera and all that looking at a, a zoom meeting with one other wrestler you know he's had like carmella and sheamus alexa. and you know alexa all these other people right yeah and he conducts a game show and the game show is first he does trivia which is funny most of the trivia answers are like part of that person's career so it's like this is something you should know because you fucking did it and they get it wrong sometimes, which is hilarious. Or sometimes it's about him. It's like, yo, who's first 24-7 champion? Uh, you truth. Oh, you right. You right. I am the first 24-7 champion. Like, you know, like, stuff to just fucking stroke his own ego. 
And then he'll have... He is the 46th time. Yes. He is the, the, the most reigns of anyone. Yeah. He surpassed Flair and Cena long, oh, long ago. Twice, 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 twice over. over. But then he'll do this thing and you get points, right? And you win. And it's a tournament. So he keeps doing all these and the, the winners keep going on and on. But the, the second part of the game after the trivia that he likes to do, he likes to do a scavenger hunt. So he had Natty on once. Yo, uh... Go find fi- me a dog. No. <laughs> Show me two paws. So, yeah, she had to go and find fucking two paws. Right? All right, that's one point. And, and <laughs> go find me something. Go find me something with the Canadian flag on it. She couldn't fucking find it. You know? What? <laughs> Show me a Tyson kid. Oh, I know where Tyson is, you know? And then, like, this one that he always pulls off, and I love this whenever he does that. He's like... Show me some R Truth merchandise. And they're always like, fuck! <laughs> He's, dude, it is All right, hilarious. You, you got me. Stop. Hilarious. Stop. I'm yes. already dead. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yes, man. Book it's good. The, the, uh, the, the one with um, Rockstar Spud was really good, too. Oh, shit. The one with Rockstar Spud was great. So good. Yeah. Wow. Well, Drake Maverick, that's his yeah, name now. Yeah, still. We love him the same. Yeah, yeah. So y'all need to watch that show, seriously. Fuck. All right, I'll give it a shot in the weekend. Right. You what? I'll start from the first episode. You I'll know, give it a shot. You know what else you should watch that's non-wrestling related? We're moving away from the wrestling part here. Okay, Travis, give it to me. Hamilton. <sighs> Hamilton, the, the musical. The uh, yeah, Plus. we had this conversation offline. I wanted to see it live, yeah. even if I had to travel to New York to do it. I wanted the whole experience. Yeah. And the fact that the first experience would be incomplete, in my opinion. By I watching get, it on the telly? I can't get my... I can't convince myself. Bro, I'm telling it. you, man. You, it's three hours! It's three hours! I mean, there's an intermission. A you know, minute intermission. But it's... Yeah. But it's good. It's so good. Those three hours breeze man. by. They if, breeze by. If, if I was on OKCupid, okay three hours is a deal breaker. I'm swiping left. Like, I couldn't even do Infinity War or Endgame because it's three hours. You couldn't watch those movies? I watched them, but I was like, God damn, get to the death. <laughs> Let me see the snap. Yeah. Okay, cool. Is that a show, my friend? I believe that's a show. All right. Well, then. I don't. I'm, I'm, what, what? Are we going to. You want to get back together for. Um, what the fuck? No, uh, Hell in a Cell? We're getting Sasha versus Bailey in a Hell in a Cell, bro. You ready? I guess. <laughs> sure Whatever We could get you together For Hell in a Cell Or we could wait For uh, Full Gear We can do preview For Full Gear When's that? Is that before or after? That's uh, November uh, It's gonna be after it's, it, So if we do a preview For Full Gear Then we'll be doing A review Of Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. So okay. if you want We could mark that On the calendar yeah, So yeah, whoever let's, wants let's to come that. We'll do that we'll, I'll knock out the wall So that we're all Six feet apart well, I mean, that, you had a good time recording over at Hector's, correct? He's 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 rolled out the carpet for us. Oh, okay. He's got plenty of room. Yeah, I, I've yeah. been seeing all the shit he's been posting on Facebook of the stuff hey, he's cooking. He ain't so. cooked me jack shit. Damn, man. You gonna do my boy like that, Hector? 
shit. Damn. Post all this delicious stuff and don't let you have none. Not a lick. Oh, I want the, I want the fucking, lick. I want the Benny Hanna. I want the fucking show. I want to <laughs> see him twirl and, yeah. and like throw shit in the air and do the Ric Flair strut and woo before it hits yeah. the plate. I want all of it. He throws a shrimp and you catch if it. If it's in good your enough mouth. for the wife, it's good enough for us. Yeah, damn it. Yes, yeah. that's it. That's the show. Man. Get the fuck out Adios, of here. Adios, my friends. Keep it close. <laughs> Want some veal parmesan, Hector? Shame is a motivator, tell me until you later. Shame is a motivator, tell me until you later. What's that? Oh, your notes? Are you recording a backup on your phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So are we ready to go? Yeah? Okay. Very scientific of you there. That's how the professionals do it. Just, yeah. All right. Testies, testies. One, two, three. All right.